Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And it's Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Three lines open for you. And no matter where you are in the country, 860-522-9842, you can call us and it's on you however through if you call us on a cell phone it probably won't cost anything so we're happy to take your calls from anywhere 860-522-9842 i want to get a little more background too about community bands before i go to your calls um just because it's so important i feel i really think it's important for folks to know about these things i didn't know about these things until i was in my 40s and i should have known about these things earlier um i want you guys to know about them but believe it or not um back in the early 19 like 1912 uh, community bands were thought of as so valuable and important to society that Carl King, who was a famous composer, uh, he lived in Iowa, and he got the Iowa legislature to pass the Iowa Band Law. What do you think that is, Dennis? Uh, it must be a law about bands. Well, you're right. <laughs> Back then, the actual laws were about the actual things they were about. Nowadays, they don't make any sense. But we won't, well, I digress. Uh, so the Iowa band law, I've talked to music educators who have no idea about this, levied a tax on the citizens to support community bands. Really? Yes. 33 states signed on and still do. So you know, you know how we we spend so much money on turf fields and stadiums for minor league baseball teams and stuff like that. Money we don't even have, we borrow for it. Um, but they realized back then how important community bands are, and they still do. And and believe it or not, I think in Connecticut, um, we're a state that really hasn't had a tax we don't find that we like. I mean, we tax rotisserie chickens at, at a luxury tax rate. Um, that we don't have this tax. Not that I'm advocating for a tax. I just think it's ironic that of all the states that. We don't think we have this band law. Um, but it's very interesting to think about the fact that, that it was, having a community band in your community and, and funding it is something that 33 states got behind back in the early you know, 1900s. And, uh, I mean, nowadays it's hard to even find a venue for community bands to, to play in, right, and all the logistics that are involved. 
But it's such a good thing for so many people. I mean, you got these bands all over the all over the state. I mean, you can almost look at almost every town, and there's a community band in there. And you're able to interact with folks of all ages, of all walks of life. It's the most unique thing you'll ever do. Um, I mean, obviously, if you go to church and stuff like that, you'll you'll deal with that type of thing or other community things. But if you, getting in an organization like this, the just the depth and breadth of who you're going to work with and and learn from and hang out with and make music together. And for a couple of hours, you don't think about life. You don't think about taxes. You don't think about your kids' issues. You don't think about anything. You're focused on music. Right. It is so awesome. I mean, talking about meditation, this is like focused, t- turning everything off. So if you haven't got picked up a horn in a while and you want to get into these things, your, your local community bands are very good for you, no matter where you go. So I'm all done. I just want to talk about that. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Let's go to Greg and Waterbury, talk about geek stuff again. Hey, Greg. Hi. How are you, gentlemen? Good, sir. How are hey. you? I'm good, thank you. I got my last uh, cable bill from Comcast, and my wife saw it, and we were kind of looking at each other saying, yeah, it was about two, a little over $225. And yeah. saying to myself, Whew. I think it's time to cut the cord. You're paying a lot for entertainment there, kid. I know, I know. Right. Uh, and I just want, I mean, there are a number of uh, live streaming services that I've seen, but kind of leaning toward YouTube. Yeah. YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I'm also trying to find out how much streaming uh, bandwidth with, with, that I, I would need for it. It's just you and your and wife? To get uh, how much streaming uh, bandwidth I need on my wi- right. on Wi-Fi. Is it just you and your wife in the house? Yes. One? We have, uh, to- I think, about six devices between okay. us. Yeah, devices doesn't matter. No. So oh, okay. Oh, the, really? Okay. Yeah. I thought it did. Each of you, at most, each of you is going to stream one thing. Yeah. I mean, so that's, you could have up to two streams. It's a lot of it's a misnomer. How many yeah. devices do you have there, kid? Oh, you need 8,000 megabits. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you only need uh, 150 by 150 if you can get a service like that. And even that is, is nice. way excessive for what they're doing. Right. It's a fiber service. So if you can get a cable service that is you know 100 megabits and 20 megabits up, you'll be fine. Um, but the problem is you're gonna you're stuck now as, as a customer of your cable provider. They don't care that you've been a customer for the past 25 years, and you're, they won't give you a deal as a new customer. Right. So you're gonna have to switch, and you can do wireless. Mm-hmm. You, you actually probably have seen the commercials where the cable providers are a little nervous about these cellular services coming in to do wireless. So you could try mm-hmm. T-Mobile and Verizon. They have home cellular home cellular Wi-Fi if if you're in a good spot for like 50 bucks a month. Wow. You could check them out. You could check your fiber services out. Hopefully there's a go net speed in your area. Um, if not I was hoping for net speed, but I don't think I don't think net speed is in my area. All right, we'll find out. Sign up and see if they are and tell them you're interested and, in. And uh there's frontier fiber in some places too. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't have to use uh Comcast's uh internet service in order to get the internet that we need. Correct. Exactly. Oh. Comcast hates to hear oh. that, but correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, I think you've answered my actually one more question about uh, the type of – I said we're looking for live because there are certain broadcast channels that we have to have. Yeah, of course. So um, what have you – What have, which ones would you recommend? I know that uh, – um, 
I know that uh, uh, YouTube TV is at the top of a lot of people's lists, but yeah, it is only because it seems to have a lot of channels, but it's missing some of the most important ones like Nessun, Nessun, and the Yes Network, and SNY. Right. It's not YouTube TV's fault. It's just Nessun is ridiculous as far as what they want to charge. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, I think, get it on Fubu um, as a as an option for sports. I think if you're yeah. into Nessun or Yes, so check check that out. Uh, but there's Sling. There's other other services you can get that kind of kind of have a smaller package. Directv. I mean, you name them. There's like free ones out there too, like Pluto, and you know you can start. And they might even offer um, live local, but you have to check um, if they offer live local or not. On each one, you're going to re- research. There's tons of them out there. So, but YouTube right. is the biggest one that people seem to know. Lots of channels, mm-hmm. more channels than you need. Uh, what would be the minimum amount of bandwidth that you, that I would need? Yeah, 100 megabits. Yeah, 100 megabits. Would do it? Oh yeah. And even that is probably it's, much more than you need. Right. You could probably get away with 50. Correct. They just won't oh, offer right. it to you. Right. Yeah, you're not, yeah, they don't sell that anymore, but yeah, you could get, that's really all you need. And part of the reason they don't sell that to you anymore is because they need to make sure their average calculations for bandwidth are at a certain level. So they, they so the state says, oh, you're making sure you you offer bandwidth at an, a, to enough people at an average speed. So that's why they keep cranking up these bandwidth numbers, I, I would contend. Um, but you don't need that much bandwidth. I see. Well, thanks, thanks to both of you. I, I really like your show, and um, keep keep up the good work. Thank you. We will. Thank you for Thank for you. listening. All right. Take care. All right. Bye bye. So that's the, uh, the biggest issue always is bandwidth, right? How much bandwidth you need? How how big of a pipe? You know, we talk, if you think about it as water, and you think about your you know right outside your house there, you have maybe a one inch copper line coming into your house that serves all your water needs. And the road may have a 12-inch main that is serving you, 12 inches. Um, but if you put in a – even my 500-500 is overkill. All right? But for $39, okay, I just saved 150 with my cable provider. So I'm, I've got a fire hose size of, of bandwidth, but I don't, I don't need it, right? Even with my, my kids at home, I don't need that much bandwidth. Um, so don't overspend because they're going to charge you eventually – whoever they are, <laughs> right, <laughs> for the bandwidth that they're making available to you. Let's go to Brian in West Hartford. Hey, Brian. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Um, I've got one quick question about NetSpeed, and then I've got uh, Office 365 question for you. Okay. Um, is NetSpeed fiber yes. all the way, or are they copper from the pole? Fiber all the way. Okay. I tried contacting them probably two and a half years ago now, or two years ago, yep. when they started showing up in West Hartford to try and get an answer to that question, and they couldn't couldn't tell me, um, and said somebody would get back to me, and nobody ever did. Sometimes it's just a training issue. Yeah, that uh, it's fiber yeah, all it's the way. Fiber all the way to your. I home. think it's a mux box right. inside your home. Yep. Okay. What I was, I was curious. Yep. You know, because you're only only as fast as your slowest connection. So yep. I was, True. Was curious on that one. Yep. Um. All right. So something I may be looking into. You should, and it's really a no downside. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard you guys talking about it for a while. So. Yeah. 
Um, my bigger question is, um, I'm still running Office 2010 yep. on my PC here at home, mm -hmm. um, and I have my reservations about going to O365. Sure. Um, and the cloud and and all the rest of that. So I just kind of wanted to to get your thoughts mm -hmm. on where I should go. I, I definitely prefer having uh, the software on my PC in my own control. Yep. With all my settings and everything else like that. Mm -hmm. um, so. And you're paying for it once. That's that's another thing. Okay. Yeah. That's I haven't looked into it that deeply yet. Yeah. Um, they exist. You could buy the Office Suite once. You can buy Office 2021. Sure. And get to the get at least more current, Brian. Okay. Pay for it once, a couple hundred dollars. If you get the student and home edition, it's even probably let, maybe just under a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, I've I've always had uh, Office Professional for the last twenty some odd years. Gotcha. So I think I'm not sure I'd be happy with the student home version. Well, do you use Access, Microsoft Access database, or Publisher? I uh, Publisher, I use. Okay. Yeah, there regularly. you go. That's Access, it. Um, I years ago I actually set up a database of all my, you know, CD-ROMs that I had ah. classified them. I had a little bit of downtime. At that point. <laughs> <I guess> so. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, you know, I like to yeah like to have it. I yeah. know it's more expensive and right. probably sits around not getting used as much as it should, but... That's okay. So the pro version exists. You can pay for it once. And, uh... No, the only issue, though, is, Brian, what's your operating system? Um, I'm on Windows 10 now. Okay, all right. Work. That's cool. I was I was worried you were going to tell me it's Windows 7, because right. it wouldn't Right, the work. 2021 won't run on it. Yeah, no, I've, uh, upgraded, um, to, uh, 10, two, just about two years ago, at okay. this point, before 7 went end of life. Very good. Yeah, you're in good shape. I mean... Pick up a copy of it, and you're all done. And you can just keep operating the way you're used to, no ongoing costs. If you don't want to make sure things go into the cloud, make sure you turn off the drive, the OneDrive that's going to be part of any installation. Yeah, and I was going to say, even if, well, if you get 365 apps, they push you in the mm -hmm. direction of the cloud. But even the 2021 is going to try to make you save files to OneDrive. Right. Just make sure that you're, you're saving everything locally. Um, and with that 2021, is that just like a, a download through Microsoft site? Or yep. is that, can you actually go buy? You can go buy it. Um, you can go to like a Staples and pick it up. I'm, I'm sure they have, a, I would guess they have a right. copy right but there. But what you'll get there is a box with a card in it. And right. the, it just has a product key in there. To download. And it'll download it. Okay. Um, we're going to be posting links to a special deal. Oh. Uh, for $30. What? Did it fall off a truck, Dennis? It's CNET. All right, CNET. We I mean, can, we'll trust them. Serious, right. serious thing. Well, there's a deal and, out there. Yeah, Mike G found that link for us. All right, nice. Okay. And so, it only Merry lasts Christmas. For, it, it only lasts for a couple days. And so. we get nothing for it, trust us. No, we're, we're not making anything on that. <laughs> there's not a single link that we put out there that we get anything for. Okay. Period. <laughs> so... Yeah, good luck. All right. 
I will take a look at it. Thank you. You're welcome, Brian. Okay. All right. Merry Bye. Christmas. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Four lines wide open for you. 860-522-9842. Everything's been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's taking your calls. So if you're free to get online, 860-522-9842 is the number. And Dennis and I will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. As we wait for your calls, do you have any news you want to bring up there, Dennis? Oh, let's see here. What do we have? Oh, lawmake. Oh, lawmakers. Oh, yes, those folks. They are. Well, what are they doing? Causing well, trouble? They're, they're well, they're making trouble for a particular app out of China. Oh, are they? And this might not actually be a bad thing for yes. Americans. Uh, okay, go ahead. It go looks ahead. like there is a bipartisan bill. Yes. In Congress to ban TikTok nationwide. Mm -hmm. It is already banned on, I believe, federal government devices. Okay. uh, And military, uh, of course. Um, Well, you think. I also think it's banned on some state devices. Mm -hmm. Some state governments have banned it. Yeah. But this would be a single nationwide ban. Right. And uh, I think we all understand the risks of dealing with anything that's out of China. It's it as soon as as soon as you're crossing the Great Firewall of China, yes, to get your app or do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Chinese par- uh, the Communist Party might be able to get their hands on whatever it is you're doing. Exactly, and that's not very comforting. Now, of course, I t- I warned my kids about this years ago. And, of course, they just think I'm a tinfoil hat wearing ding-dong. Um, so they're, ah, oh, yeah, sure, Dad, whatever. Um, this is bipartisan. It, it is a risk. Not only is TikTok extremely addictive, um, so it's unhealthy. It's, you know, it's very entertaining, obviously, and very addictive. These little short videos are, are very addictive. But you don't know what the app's doing, right? right. How, how much access it has to your systems. And, and well, the th- Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the the problem with an app like that mm-hmm. that makes it such a security risk is that it has to have very deep permissions on your phone. It right. needs to have access to your your camera, yep. your mic. Mm-hmm. It has to have access to storage and on your the location phone and your location data. Mm-hmm. Those are very deep. Yes. Uh, you'll probably find a whole bunch of apps that are on your phone that don't need any of those permissions and don't have them. Right. And in a lot of cases, that wouldn't be much of a risk because there's only so much that the company can get off the phone. Mm-hmm. But when you're running TikTok, yeah. you're deep in the phone. So wait, so you're making me nervous here, Dennis. I've got a Chinese-made dehumidifier that wants access to my location too. So... Should I wow. be concerned about that too? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should. Yes, of course. I, t- I turned off that. I did turn off that because it. it <laughs> st- that still kills me. I know. Uh, so just so you understand, this is a TikTok issue, but this is really not just a TikTok issue. This is an issue with almost every app that you have. Um, and then you look at Google, right? The Pixel phone does a very good job trying to warn you and, and turn things off about access and location. However, it's Google. It's right. the pot calling the kettle, True. right? I mean, it's Google for crying out loud. So you'd have to be extremely naive not to think that Google's not tracking every little thing. We already know that, right? So, but TikTok is definitely a risk. I'm sorry to my kids. Again, they, I come home and talk to them about all the. Uh, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. probably happens with your, your kids too. No matter what you tell them, they have to learn the hard way. You, know, you just can't always pass any kind of wisdom along about your what you've failed. They need to actually see, okay, all right, dad was right. My bank account's empty. TikTok was a problem. I mean, you have to find out <laughs> afterwards. I guess you're going to find out afterwards. Um, crypto's not a thing, guys. Uh, they'll find that afterwards after right. they lose $10,000, whatever they're putting in there. But um, TikTok is a, is a threat, and we're not wearing tinfoil hat. I mean, well, I do have one. I, I have a tinfoil hat, but I don't, I don't. it's not on for this issue. Well, like I said, I mean, there are other, beyond the consideration that it's you know Chinese app, Right. There are the permissions issues. So, right. All right. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. So, George, hang on to New Fairfield if you can through the news. And three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, everything we've talked about today posted by Mike G. He's going to send it over to our Twitter page and our Facebook page. And then, uh, of course, Dennis here is not feverishly posting, but just working very hard. He's not feverish. Getting everything out to computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. We'll be right back. Gary Hoey. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, uh, 860-522-9842, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to George in New Fairfield, like I promised. Thanks for hanging on there, George. Oh, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. What can we do for you? Uh, I have a question about... Uh, uh, the security packages yeah. besides Norton, will they kick in automatically if they're uninstalled? Yeah. Defender will. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. And what operating system, how far back does a Windows Defender cover? 
Uh, Defender in its current iteration is just Windows 10. Windows 8 and 8.1 include it, but it doesn't do a good job of managing itself on Windows 8. Um, where we've been telling people, you know, uninstall your antivirus and Defender will work. Yeah. Um, with Windows 8, it's not that good. And you have to actually check to make sure that Defender is working. And sometimes okay. it can be difficult to get it working. Uh, but with Windows 10, it really is automatic. And the same with Windows 11. Mm-hmm. You, you just uninstall the antivirus and within five minutes, Defender will be running again. And what protection does it specifically does it uh, uh, protect? I mean, what does it uh, offer? What does it do? Who is your daddy and what does he do? So <laughs> Defender is basically an antivirus and a malware product. Um, so it's more traditional, right? It's still going to try to block any, any, any software that it sees as malicious. Um, so nowadays, though, in business worlds, there are other technologies that you need. Now, we always recommend a web defense technology, a web filter called OpenDNS. It's a free service from Cisco. And uh, if you implement that, you'll have less chance of being in trouble because it won't let you go to something that's malicious by default, which is kind of nice, right? You're not going to take that bad turn down to that through that bad neighborhood of the Internet. Um, and so you so put... You, go ahead. So you still have to worry about uh, signing on to rogue sites and stuff like that? Always. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Always. Okay. No one's ever going to tell you... We have to implement for our customers, our business clients, five or six different layers of technologies to protect them. Here on Computer Talk, we're really only talking about two types of protections, a web filtration and a uh, basic antivirus malware. Um, but there are many more layers of security you could implement to reduce your chances of being encrypted or ransomed. Um, but it's not practical for most home users. There's no tool out there that I would just say, use this, it covers it all. Not to mention the fact that using one tool to cover them all is kind of like that one ring to rule them all. Um, you, you know how that went, right? So uh, you don't want to have one tool to rule them all because any of those tools, if that one tool is compromised, all your tools are compromised. So we recommend, we recommend multiple tools in the business world, but for home, web defense and defender is a good, a good start, a good way to protect right. yourself. Um, two-factor authentication, right? Make sure that's enabled on all your accounts. I had a call, a, 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 probably a listener call me at the office about his accounts being hacked. He's got his bank accounts are being hacked, his his retirement accounts are being hacked, and what did he do? He used the same password on all of them. Well, that's not that good uh-huh. idea. And no two-factor authentication. So you can protect yourself by just putting in the right safeguards. Uh, one other quick question. Um do the upgrades to a Windows Defender uh, happen automatically? What, yes. How does that work? Yeah, it, it happens automatically. It's typically once a day. Um, you will notice in your Windows update history, there will be something, and it's called an intelligence update. Yeah, and sometimes you use the word malicious. It freaks you out. Right, and you, you're wondering what that's about. But it that's really what it is. It's just changing the profile of what it's looking for on the computer. Yeah. Um, and it happens once a day. It might skip a day here or there, but it's it's going to be that frequent. And you don't have to do anything. It just happens automatically. Nope. As long as right. Windows Update service is running on your computer, and in nearly all cases I can think of, it will be. So go okay. ahead. All right, George. But still be careful of anything coming in your email, anything that says anything about anything. 
if Microsoft, if you've got Microsoft, an email from Microsoft saying, you know, hey, your credentials are not working, don't believe it. Microsoft's not that nice. They don't care, right? None of these companies care. So if you ever get anything from anybody in email, don't assume it's real ever. Matter of fact, just yesterday I got an email from a streaming service that I subscribed to saying they couldn't renew me for the month. Right. And you're going to be like, oh, no, I can't get my content. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was smart enough to say, hmm, I don't know. I'm not clicking that. No. And then I went to the the site for the streaming service and it was fine. So I knew that it was bogus when I saw it. But there are a lot of people that will get tricked. Yeah. And there is that little like a reflex impulse. Oh, I got to check that out. Oh, I got to see what that is. And the reason we say this, George, is even though you got these technologies in place to protect you, you invited the bad guy in. Right. Because that email got delivered to your computer. Right. And you clicked on it and said, yeah, I want to go there. Now, the web defense might block it if you have that in place, if it's a malicious link. But if it doesn't know about it, you're just you're circumventing. You're letting the, the bad guy you're letting the vampire into the house. Okay, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You got it, George. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, so George has got something to do there. Let's go on to Tom and Harwinton. Hello, Tom. Hi. How you guys doing? Good, sir. How are you? Okay. Hey, um, I did the Windows update um, this week, and I noticed something that I don't remember ever seeing before, so I don't know if this is new or if it's been around for a while, and I wanted to ask you, is it safe to do this? It's, I'm on the Windows Update uh, settings screen right now, and it says Feature Update to Windows 10, Windows 10 version 22H2. Okay. Has that been around long enough to feel comfortable it's, updating to it? It's been out a couple of months now, and I would update it. I I haven't bumped into anything that shows that that's a problem. And I'm I'm talking about, you know, seeing it in, in our tab Hundreds and uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. There of are systems. there are literally hundreds of computers at that level right now. Yeah, that we service, and there are no problems with it. Oh, good. So I, I would go for it. Not that it can't happen to you, Tom. Uh, right. I mean, I can't guarantee that. <laughs> I, I can just say with confidence that right. that feature update is not as troublesome as a lot of the others that have come right. down the pike. Right. And I know exactly what you're referring to. <laughs> because of that. Yeah. But uh, things are a lot cleaner with this one. All right, Tom. Okay. Um, I, just out of curiosity, are you guys on next Saturday? Uh, well, we're going to tell you, tell you at the end of the show that we're not. They're going to be playing Christmas music. So uh, okay. we have next Saturday off. How about the Saturday after? We are on. All right. Well, I wish you a Merry Christmas then and a Happy New Year. You too. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, yeah. Next next Saturday, it's all Christmas music all the time. Well, it's the it's gonna, you're going to have the holiday store and right. then Christmas music. So we are right. we are preempted by that until the holiday store closes. So while that's on top of my mind, text WTIC to four one four 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 and make a, a contribution of any kind to the WTIC holiday store. It's going to help the Salvation Army do its good work. And uh, let's go right to Andrew in New Britain next. What's happening, Andrew? Hi. Uh, good morning, guys. Morning. Um, I have- Hi, uh, I had a. You okay? Are you doing push-ups or something? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. What's up? Um, I'm not sure where I got it, but I'm getting an echo. Oh, you're getting an okay. echo. You're not on line one. Am I good now? You sound fine. Okay. Uh, I had a question uh, about uh, uh, privacy and Google Docs. Uh, uh, you, you know, uh, Google's famous for 
uh, you know, basically data mining everything, right. you know, that, that's, uh, that you do on Google. Yeah. Uh, and, and in terms of, uh, you know, uh, privacy for, uh, but uh, you know, businesses, you know, anything bigger than a hobbyist, perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and like, say like, you know, uh, you know, private clubs and stuff like that, right. uh, that need to do record keeping, you know, but would like to share, right. uh, Google docs has gotten to be very popular because you can, uh, uh, you know, you can create one doc, one document, you know, and, and, and people can contribute to it, yeah. uh, edit mm-hmm. it and modify it as, uh, as it goes along, uh, in the, in the in the terms and conditions, uh, it's pretty pretty clear that, uh, that 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 Google says anything you enter into a uh, a Google Doc or you know or, or the or, or the document itself yep. is actually the property of Google. I believe um, it. Yeah. Uh, so is that is that true? I mean, is, is Google? I don't know. I haven't read the EULA lately. Uh-huh. But I just assume it when you put it in the cloud. Yeah. Um, if you look at the French and the Germans, they are not even allowing their students, their schools, to use the free versions of these tools um, for privacy concerns. Um, same thing with Microsoft, too. It's not just Google Docs. I think it's Microsoft as well. So if the French and the Germans don't want to use these tools, you have to keep in mind what you're putting out right on the service. And the service also talks about how you can use the service, right? So if your company happens to be a company right now that they're not having a problem with, the moment that you do have a, they do have a problem with what type of business you are, you could even deal with that type of thing. Um, uh, so keep that in mind too, right? No, no docs for you, right? Because uh, you do this type of business or that type of business. That's probably in our futures as well. So I haven't read the EULA, the user license agreement, but you should assume if it's in the cloud on somebody else's servers, they can take it away from you if they feel you're not using it to their 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 specs, and you should be able to you should assume that they actually are reading the information. Um, not that they're you know necessarily going to do anything. With well, it, the but. chances that somebody there is reading it is very small, but the possibility exists. Right. They want to be able to and know if you're doing anything illegal, nefarious, or anything on their systems. They they can mm-hmm. turn that off, right? Because uh, you're borrowing their stuff, right? Right. Right. So. You know, yeah, keep, yeah, I would just say keep uh, that always in mind become, with the cloud. Yeah, it's become pretty pretty apparent that uh, you know Google has realized that, you know the the uh, actual money you know is is actually in the data itself. I think. Yeah. You know, it, you know, and and don't forget, you know, their corporate mantra uh, used to be like uh, "Don't be evil" or something. used to be. That's the key. Yeah, used yeah. to be. Yeah. And they've completely turned around. I think. I think their mantra is "Be evil." Now. I don't know. I couldn't tell you all that, but. Just assume and read the EULA. Understand when you sign that when you sign that you're going to use the tool. No matter what service in the cloud it is, you're putting right. your business in that cloud. We brought up Kim.com, right? He had yeah. that old. He had a, a file saving area yeah. on his servers. You could save your files out there. Turns out Kim.com didn't care whether or not you had copywritten material on there or not. FBI goes and takes all the servers. There's plenty of regular businesses that were out there saving their stuff to his mm-hmm. service that couldn't get access to their content anymore because the FBI took the whole thing. Right. Right. They shut them all down. Yeah. Right. So yeah. um, there, there's lots of risks when it's no longer in your purview versus in your purview mm-hmm. uh, on your own servers. So, yeah. so, so, so the cure for that is uh, you go to like a proton mail or like a, like a paid email uh, a service for your email. And then 
Is there something like Google Docs that you would well, recommend? There, there um, is Proton Files. Mm-hmm. Proton they, Files. They do, okay. ha- they do have a, a uh, file sharing. Uh, yeah, cloud storage thing. I, I don't think it's as sophisticated as Google Docs. But Probably They isn't. do offer something. Same risk, though, as far as I'm concerned, even though it's encrypted. When you put it in the cloud, right? Any anytime you put yourself out there, there's you got to keep that in mind. All the folks in, that had Rackspace email right now, they've still been down for almost. You know, the register was talking about the 12 days of Christmas, the 12 days of Rackspace. People can't get their yeah. data anymore, so there's all sorts of risks. All right, Andrew. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. All right, we step up for a quick break, or Carolyn's going to get mad. We'll be right back. Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in, and he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. Let's get back to your calls, and we're going to go to Jim in Canton. What's happening, Jim? Uh, good morning, guys. Great show. Thanks. Um, a couple of weeks ago, well, probably closer to a month ago, my X, X, uh, Xfinity Internet was down for a couple of hours. It was planned. I was notified. A day before that, it would be down for a couple of hours for a computer for a uh, for some kind of an upgrade. Okay. They, worked, they were working out on this poll that day. Ever since then, uh, well, let me say this first. I got a new IP address. Hey. After it came back up. A shiny new IP address for you. Wow. And whenever I go to a say a retail website like Best Buy or Walmart, they don't know where you're from. It, it thinks I'm in Branford yep. or East Haven. Yeah. Okay. That that's possible. I have, I have no control over that, do I? Not not no. really. No. You got to tell the website your zip code. I mean, when I used to be on a, on Cox, they all, uh, the websites always thought I was coming out of Rhode Island. Uh, one place thought I was in Chicago. Sure. And nowadays with VPNs, I mean, heck, I could be coming out of New York. I could be coming out of Arizona. I could be coming out of Germany. Uh-huh. So. Okay. So don't worry uh-huh. about it, Jim. It's okay. Just, you just okay. got to be sure that when you're driving to pick up that product that you ordered, it wasn't in Tennessee or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, oh, now I lost my train of thought. But you I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jim. Thank you. You're welcome. So what they're doing is they're re-IPing your network. They they probably ran out of IPs and need to resegment the network, and they have to offer you a new IP address to handle the amount of devices that they're servicing. And so you've been re-IPed into a Meriden or whatever you said uh, IP scheme. What you, was it? Meriden. Branford. 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 Yeah. Um, and eventually, the internet may be aware that you're really in Canton, um, but your IP is coming from a device in Branford, it seems. And uh, that's where they think you're coming from. So we're going to go to uh, Mitch in Manchester next. What's happening, Mitch? Oh, Mitch is on. Wow. You are? Yeah. That was quick. Um, <laughs> I have a Synology NAS at home. All right. And I'm in the process of redoing it, including putting two giant hard drives in it and things. Anyhow, my question is that I, I have a website of my own that sadly gets essentially no traffic. Um, <laughs> You want to change that right now, Mitch? <laughs> what's, what's the URL? No, just kidding. Go ahead. Um, my question is, I think I can set up the NAS to, to host the website, and I'm just wondering if you, if that's something you think I should even bother to try. Or No, don't do that. I, I would not do that, and it's not because of the NAS. No. It's okay. because you would be opening ports 80 and 443 through your firewall. Your firewall. 
into your home into your home and yeah i would not i would not right. even entertain that no. in any way Sounds shape good. or form i use uh i've been using ken rice for many years and he's been great i just don't really yeah. need all his services anymore yeah so port I'll one stick with ken, then. Yeah. stick with ken oh yeah right, definitely you. now enjoy your show thank you yep. yeah, right, ken now. used to come in and help us out yeah yeah port one internet good guy definitely um yeah, I mean, you never want to really host your own website. Even in your yeah. own business, it's not worth doing it. Yeah, uh, in our client base, I don't. I can Pretty only rare. think of two or three that are hosting their own, but they've even been set up in a particular way to protect the rest of the network. So, right. and and you're not going to have that infrastructure in a in a home network. Nope. So, uh, uh, getting to the top of the hour, lines are all free. What do you want to talk about? Well, I was going to talk about email coming in phishing attempts with file attachments. Now, we all know that very often zip files are used for that and PDF files. Yep. But did you know that HTML files are coming in? Oh, with my goodness. Malware. HTML, like web. It's right. The, yeah. You know, .html or .htm yep. is the extension. Oh, my goodness. And they're coming in and people are opening them. And the real danger of that is in some email services, especially if you're looking at it on the web, yeah, that file can actually load without you realizing it. Uh oh, fileless mal- malware kind of thing, or no, it's not fileless. Well, it's not. It's it's a file mal. It's file malware, yeah. but it's being opened because you're opening it inside a a, a web browser. Gotcha. And the browser itself may be triggered to load that file. Gotcha. And display it. Well, it's it's getting to be dangerous. All right. So if you see HTML file attachments in your emails, I would just delete the sucker and be done with it. Very good. Because who's going to email you an HTML file? Nobody. Right. Just nobody. All right, guys. I want to thank you for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. Please support the Salvation Army. Text WTIC to 41444. And do some good out there. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live for us there. I want to thank Carolyn for producing. And again, all you guys. Because obviously, if you guys didn't call in, we'd be talking about our kids and our cats. And that does not make for good radio. <laughs> no. So stick around for Dr. Lessie. He's up next. And we'll be off next Saturday as they do the final day for the holiday store. And uh, then I think they're going to run Christmas music. Remember, we want you to be geeks too. Merry Christmas. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.